worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never fails. But whether they are prophecies, they will fail. Whether they are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. But now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now by faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Verses 1 through 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And then looking briefly in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, beginning at verse 25. And behold, a certain, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the wonderful privilege you've given us to be a part of the body of Christ, your family, the people of God, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, 
Thank you for saving us, making us brand new, and calling us to go out into the world and proclaim the gospel and carry your love, your mercy, and your compassion to a world that desperately needs it. Stir us more and more, Father, to be the church full of your light, your glory, and your mercy that you desire that we be. And help us to have ears to hear and eyes to see what you would have us to hear and see in a world full of need. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we are so thankful that we can approach your holy throne today. And we recognize it's because of your kindness to us through Jesus Christ dying on the cross. So we come and clothe in his righteousness. We come expecting you to respond to our prayers, Father, not because we're worthy, but because you love us and you've, you've uh, placed your affection on us. So, Father, we bring our listening family to you with the different needs, those who are sick, those who are lonely, Father, those who have financial difficulties or strained relationships, be with them, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We are very blessed and honored to have, uh, once again, it's been a little while, but we're grateful to have with us Sylvia Johnson. She's the executive director for the Houston Pregnancy Help Center, which I believe is actually a a, a number of pregnancy clinics that she does oversee. Uh, Sylvia, how are you today? All is well. It's great to be here with you, Pastor Parker. Great to have you on once again. And I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment now, just a little further, introduce yourself. Again, some listeners may have may remember when you were on with us. It's been a little while, but uh, many may not. So if you'll do a little further, do a little more to introduce yourself, and then tell us about the ministry of the Houston Pregnancy Help Center. Okay, well, I just want to say that um, I marvel that my name is sealed in the Lamb's Book of Life for all eternity because I made a decision one day to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I believed on Him. And that same Jesus who gave me a purpose at birth allowed me to serve in this wonderful ministry of serving women that are facing unplanned pregnancies every single day. I am in the city of Houston, where we have a population of over 6.5 million. Um, and Houston was also the home um, before the Roe versus Wade decision was overturned uh, of the largest freestanding abortion facility in the United States. Um, and I was called to provide services to women mm-hmm. who were facing and considering abortion. And these services are free to women in the community, mainly women of color, because we know that is where the abortion uh, industry targets women of color um, purposefully. And so we offer to those women free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds, uh, medical consultations, prenatal vitamins, support groups, um, material assistance, financial assistance, limited uh, uh, marriage classes, support for young dads, and educational services as well, case management for pregnancy women as well. And all these services are free so that women don't have to choose abortion. There is support. There's free support. There's loving Christian women who are trained and background check and and screened to make sure that they're there not to judge women, but to provide that support, that encouragement uh, that they need to continue their pregnancy and become successful um, and what God has called them to be. 
Hmm. Well, you know, I'm going to ask if you will take a moment now specifically to pray for listeners in this regard. You know, there's some people listening who may be very familiar with the great and wonderful work of pregnancy clinics, but then there are some people listening who might think they never heard of such a thing as a pregnancy clinic before. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways in which the Lord would have and the Holy Spirit would, does and will use people to help prayer warriors, uh, people to give financially, volunteers and those that help with baby closets, just so many different ways people can help. Would you pray that the Lord would help every listener to hear what the Holy Spirit wants them to hear through the broadcast today and commission them to do what he's calling them to do as well? Amen. Father God, I thank you that this ministry is nothing new to you. Just as you call the midwife to protect the children, when a decree came out among the land from Pharaoh to kill the boys, to kill the babies, there were brave midwives who feared you over laws. And they say, those children, you have modern-day midwives right now to this day serving at crisis pregnancy centers all across this nation. Those centers are full of the Holy Spirit, women who trust you and believe in miracles, who trust that your word alone will heal and mend the broken pieces and repair the breaches in the lives of the women that we see every day that's coming to the well at noon looking for a Savior. So, Father, I pray that your listeners will be intrigued and they will do their research and they will find the closest pregnancy trip and become involved in some way through volunteering, praying, or even donations. And we thank you for this ministry opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Sylvia. Now, you, am I correct, it, you oversee two or three different uh, pregnancy clinics in Houston, is that right? Um, I'm I'm one of the founders, executive director of Houston Pregnancy Health Center. We currently have three locations and two medical mobile units. Um, By the mid, uh, by uh, June of this year, 2023, we hope to open three additional locations. And I am so grateful that uh, the pro-life Christians in our community realizes that now that abortion is outlawed in the state of Texas, that as believers in in Jesus and as uh, Christians, it is our answer to the orphans and the widows to expand our services and to provide more support to the women um, in the city of Houston. So we're looking forward to this new expansion project, and I can't wait to see what God has next for us to do. So you all are steady, steady expanding the mission that God's called you to as a ministry then, right? Absolutely. I couldn't put the brakes on it if I tried. I mean, and I love that God loves the women that we serve more than we could ever imagine or even comprehend, that he would be willing to go beyond our, our borders that we have right now in the city and expand into different neighborhoods and communities because there's some woman there who would love to, who needs to hear the gospel, some woman there that needs to be loved on, who needs to hear the love of God for her. And I'm grateful to see how God is moving in that direction. The Holy Spirit is sending us forward to share the gospel, to share the love of Christ with more women and more men. Mm. Well, praise God. Praise God. Uh, Sylvia, I want to ask if you'll take a moment now specifically to pray for uh, the work the Lord's called us to. You know, you, you've you been a great 
uh, mentor and encourager for us um, with the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center ministry that we're launching a mobile medical pregnancy ministry that it will be serving in the Mississippi Delta uh, very, very soon. Would you pray for this work and this ministry? Yes. And Father God, I thank you so much for the vision that you've given to Pastor Parker and his team and his board to, to have a medical mobile unit in the Mississippi Delta. You know the need is great. You know the opportunities are plentiful. You know the harvest is plentiful, Father. We thank you, Father, that you're providing for every need that this ministry has, that you're expanding and giving them favor among men and women so that people will be looking for opportunities to get involved in this great work. We thank you, Father, for the assignment of this ministry to bring children into this world with purpose. Children, Father, with a destiny mm-hmm. made and created in your image. We thank you, Father, that it's bigger than us. It will go beyond us, Father, and it will glorify you in all that it does. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sylvia. And uh, in just a few uh, moments, we're coming up on a break. But on the other side of the break, Sylvia, what I'm uh, like to ask that you would do is if you'll take time to share some stories or testimonies that help people to better see the great work and the marvelous work God calls pregnancy clinics to like the ones that you oversee and provide leadership for. Uh, I think so many times when you have individuals that hear the stories of young women who feel like sometimes they they literally have no choice but to abort, yet when they come through the doors of a place that's full of the love and the presence of Jesus Christ and they both see the love, they are touched by that love, they hear the gospel, they come to realize that keeping their baby or considering adoption is a wonderful, wonderful option. So if you'll be prepared to share just some stories and testimonies on the other side of the break, we'd really appreciate that, okay? I'm excited. Sure will. All right. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Sylvia Johnson. She's the executive director for the Houston Pregnancy Help Center. We'll be right back.
Music of Lincoln Brewster with more than amazing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Sylvia Johnson. She's the executive director for the Houston Pregnancy Help Center Ministry, or I should say Plural Ministries, a ministry that's expanding its mission and work in the great city of Houston, Texas. Uh, Sylvia, so at this time, if you would want to just ask you to share some stories and or testimonies that help illustrate why the ministry of pregnancy clinics are so critical in our culture and in our world today. I think it's so critical because um, we really do have the answers. You know, the pro-abortion, the pro-choice, the other side uh, will say that women will be um, abandoned if abortion isn't given their option. Well, we believe that uh, women deserve better than abortion, that abortion is not the answer for a woman in an unplanned pregnancy situation, the choice between um, um, her innocent baby not living versus uh, just a little support from Christians who can help her sustain and make it throughout the most difficult period in her her pregnancy is is something that we can easily do as the body of Christ. And um, and I just want to tell you, um, we had a instance that happened at the pregnancy center just on Tuesday. One young lady came in and she saw her baby on ultrasound. Her mom was with her and her mother looked at her and said, your dad and I really want you to have this abortion and you're going to have to have it. The young girl looked back and said, Mom, I don't want to have an abortion. I just don't want to do it. I've already done it once. I don't want to do it again. And so one of my staff members came in and said, looked at the young girl and said, Listen, you um, are an adult. No one can force you to terminate your pregnancy. No one can make you do that. If you need a place to stay, we'll provide you with a place to stay. We have doctors and nurses that can help you with medical services. We can do all of this for you, but what we want to do more than anything is ask you and your mom, have y'all ever had a a relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you know who Christ is? And in that moment, in the ultrasound, (laughs) the mother and the daughter heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, and both of them accepted Jesus. Mm, Praise God. Hallelujah. To come in wanting to terminate a pregnancy, a young girl feeling hopeless, like, where, what is she going to do? And the mother is determined um, for her daughter to kill her, her first grandchild mm. and to turn it around mm. with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the power of the living Word of God, piercing the hearts of, of, of the lost yes. is what we are called to do and what we must do. And those are just one of the things that I love about this ministry is to see God at work every single day in the pregnancy center. You know, Sylvia, something that so many people that know some about the work of pregnancy clinics are not aware of the fact that pregnancy clinics are tremendous tools for the sharing the gospel in our culture today. And that's such such an important reality because the fact is God calls the church to go into all the world and make disciples, and discipleship begins with evangelism. And it's so critical yeah. that believers grasp that. And when they decide to s- support a pregnancy clinic with their prayers and with their finances and in other ways, 
They're involved in the work of carrying out the Great Commission, amongst other things. So would you pray for the church that they're more and more their eyes and understanding would be open to see why it's so critically important to get involved with, to come alongside, to support and be a vital part of helping pregnancy ministries do what God has called them to do? Amen. And Father God, I pray that you would first and foremost save your shepherds. Yes, Lord. Jesus. That the pastors will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ without compromise. Yes, Lord. Jesus. That they will believe and trust your word and what your word Thank says you. about the unborn baby. Yes, what your word says about the woman that's been cast away. That they will not become cultural sinners or Thank sinners you. for political Jesus. activity, but sinners for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Where your glory Jesus. will be shared with no one else. Thank you. Lord. Father, I pray that the church will awake that they will uh, allow the gospel of Jesus Christ to permeate their heart, the people, and they will become and do the great commission that you commanded us to do, to go forth. Father, I pray that we will believe what you said, that greater things will we do because you're gone to the Father. Father, I pray that we begin to live out this time of revival, that we will not be hopeless, though our hope will be in Christ the one and only foundation Thank you. for all that we believe in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, Sylvia, I want to ask you specifically to pray, and you, you alluded to it a moment ago, but it's so critical. We live in a culture where, again, many of the pastors, the shepherds, often, in fact, t- sadly, too many times you find those that call themselves shepherds on the other side of this issue. But then you find some who are pro-life, but too many of them are timidly pro-life. There's such a need for pastors and leaders to be courageously and boldly pro-life, standing obviously clearly for the gospel and standing for life and being unapologetic about it. Would you pray for the leaders, the shepherds, would you please? I will, I will most certainly pray. And you know, Margaret Sanger, he, she's the founder of Planned Parenthood Federation, One of the things that's um, paraphrasing her letter, she said, you get the message to the black pastors. Don't take it to the doctor. You get it to the pastors and you have have someone that would take our message forth to the black community. I want to say to you, this past year in 2022, I was called before the Texas legislator to uh, talk about this great work that I'm doing. And of all the legislators in the room and the pro-abortion and the and the pro-life ones, I was only confronted by two. Those two were two black men who were black pastors. Mm. They challenged me and my work that I am doing in the 5th Ward and 3rd Ward of Houston, Texas. Mm. They were the opposition against what I was doing. They were the voices that Planned Parenthood is funding their, probably funding their campaigns so that they can speak out against this great work. Don't be delusion, people. Father, I pray that you remove the scales. Yes, Lord. And people Jesus. will not be delusion. That we will no longer call wrong right and right wrong. Father, that your people will draw the plumb line and stand up as righteous vessels of Christ and righteous vessels of your truth. And that we will not tolerate weak yes, Lord. and and del- delusion and sold out leaders Thank you, Lord. who will Jesus. sell out unborn black children just for a political post. 
Father, I pray that the blood of these children will continue to cry out to you and that you would avenge them and remove every wicked politician, every wicked pastor. Father, replace them with true voices of Christ in these days that we need to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And Father, I too thank you and I praise you again. Thank you, Lord, for the witness uh, Sister Sylvia carries forward as a leader in her community, boldly leading the work of pregnancy clinics in the Houston community. Thank you for the role model she is for so many, the mentor and the encourager. Father, raise up more and more bold leaders, both pastoral leaders, leaders of ministries like the one Sylvia leads, and others who, again, boldly are speaking truth. Lord, help us to be mindful, Lord, that it's truth that sets people free. It's truth truth that blesses people. It's truth that helps people to live the fullest and richest life they possibly can live. Help us to know, Lord, that we, the church, are called to carry your wonderful truth to a world that's starving for your truth, your love, and your compassion. Thank you for that privilege. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, do you have uh, another story you can share with us that shares about the work and the mission you're moving forward with? I just want to say to you that um, it was, um, we had one miracle story last year. It was right after the heartbeat law was passed. Mm -hmm. And many of our clients were going across state lines to have the abortion um, before the baby heartbeat was heard. And we had one young lady that had an appointment Mm -hmm. in Louisiana, and she just happened to see our sign pre-pregnancy test, I heard her boyfriend came in, and we did the free ultrasound before she went to Louisiana. We did the free ultrasound, mm-hmm. and there in her womb was something that's very, very rare, was identical twins in the same sack. Mm-hmm. They were head to toe, and they were sucking on each other's toes in the womb. Mm-hmm. The father just began to weep of these children. The mother could not believe what she was witnessing that she was spared that trip to Louisiana to abort those babies. Mm. And they are, they are alive today. Mm. They are alive because of a pregnancy center, because of prayer, because the Holy Spirit drew them into our doors. We pray specifically for that every morning. Mm. Lord, would you draw them from the north, south, east, and west of this city? Draw that woman into this center that's looking for answers, that wants hope, that wants a resolution, that want to know truth. Will you draw her to us today and prepare a heart for the gospel, prepare a heart for your truth. And that is what pregnancy centers do. We illuminate God's Word through the ultrasound machine, because when God's Word says, I knew you before you were formed in the womb, in your inward secret parts, I knew you. Mm. God knows these babies. God knows these babies. He knows them, just like He knows us. Amen. 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 Would you pray for God to raise up more intercessors that understand why it's critical to pray for this great work all over our nation and the world as well? Specifically pray for intercessors to be raised up, please. Yes, I absolutely will. And I and I think I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that the victory is in our prayer. We've you. seen your mighty move through prayer. We've seen prayers answered. We are alive today to witness the Dobbs decision, Father, and Thank one you. day we woke Jesus. up, you heard a cry of prayer for 49 Jesus. years, Father, Jesus. you answered. 
I pray that you would encourage the intercessors to know that God is in the business of hearing and answering prayers. I thank you, Father, that we pray your word, that we believe your word. We believe, Father, in you, our Savior, our Redeemer, our merciful God that hears and answers our prayers. I pray for intercessors to be called to this great work to continue to intercede for pregnancy centers across this nation and for leaders and board of directors who are called to this great work for our continued protection in this. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, Sylvia, as as you recall, our, our daughter Elizabeth had the privilege of being with you all for a period of time. And of course, she's now our director for our pregnancy ministry, but she recalled and shared very beautifully and powerfully how during her time there, one of the things that really, really touched her was just the the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit at work in the midst of the praying staff that she worked with. Mm. And, you know, that's so critical. You know, of course, that's critical in every part of the work of the kingdom of God. But obviously, when it comes to uh, women who are abortion-minded or leaning in that direction, listening to the Holy Spirit's the key because His strategies work in every situation. And so learning to listen to the Holy Spirit is just such a critical part of the work of the kingdom period. But again, wonderfully in the midst of the ministry of a pregnancy clinic because again, you're talking about life and death here. So, but right. So thank you again for giving her that opportunity. It was a life-changing experience for her. Yeah. You're very blessed. You have an amazing daughter, and I, I absolutely adore her and would love for her to come back and uh, visit with us some more and spend some more time with us. I'm ready for her to come back on another mission trip <laughs> with us as soon as possible. We miss her dearly. Well, again, we appreciate that. And, uh, you know, would mention again, we're coming up on a break once again, but in the last segment, um, we want to hear just a few more stories and testimonies as well. But if someone wants to get in touch with you and learn more about the Houston Pregnancy Help Center, how could they do that? www.fifthward, spelled out F-I-F-T-H-W-A-R-D, one word, dot O-R-G, www.fifthward.org. All right. And if they want to just get in touch with you by phone, can they do that as well then? Um, well, yes, um, but the number to call is 713-942-2323. All right. 713-942-2323. All right. Now, is Houston, is Houston the largest city in Texas? Um, I'm not sure. I think... I think it differs between population and land size. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if it's the largest in Texas, but it certainly is. Uh, well, it's a uh, huge city either way. Right. And praise God again for the, the great witness and the work of a ministry in the city of Houston through the Houston Pregnancy Help Centers. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest is Sylvia Johnson. She's executive director for Houston Pregnancy Help Centers. We'll be right back.
is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? In His presence, I find safety. Just knowing He's near brings joy in my sadness. Peace in the time of storm brings hope when I'm hopeless. Yeah, protects me from all. Music from the Walls Group with All Praise Goes to You. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Sylvia Johnson. She's the Executive Director for the Houston Pregnancy Help Center in Houston, Texas. Uh, Sylvia, in this last segment, I'm going to ask if you'll touch on this very important reality. You know, many, uh, well, one of the reasons why it's so critical for individual believers and for the church as a whole to become self-educated about these issues is because things in our culture can change so quickly. Many people don't seem to realize that today in our culture, the majority of abortions are chemical abortions. And sadly, then there are some believers who are in the pro-life camp who may not quite even know what a chemical abortion is. But would you share your thoughts as well as share about the wonderful work that's called abortion pill reversal? Yes. Well, chemical abortion is an abortion by which a woman can take two pills um, to complete an abortion process. Um, the first pill, methotrexate, is a pill that's taken that starves the baby of progesterone. If we can get to her after she takes that first pill, um, our doctor can call in a prescription that can replenish that progesterone so that the pregnancy could possibly continue. The second pill is a pill that expels the baby, kills the baby, and pushes the baby out. And I want to tell you that we are receiving a lots of women who are finding us through a miracle because Google has shut down our abortion pill um, our rescue, our abortion pill reversal lines, and it's very hard for women to find us. It's unfortunate that a lot of these women are taking these pills without a, a doctor's care. The pills are being smuggled into the, the country. The bill, pills are being distributed um, in our communities without examinations, without any care at all for this woman. And um, I have to tell you, one of the most heartbreaking cries that I heard was a mother who went home and was told that she was only going to have light cramping, and here our whole baby came out of her hands. Um, and she sent us the image of the baby. She placed the baby on a paper plate, and there was this little baby. Um, the baby looked to be about 10 weeks old um, that came out of her. She began to just grieve, and it's still grieving the loss of that child. So, But I can tell you something good. On New Year's Eve, 
as I came in from church, I got a call from the abortion pill reversal nurses hotline and said, Sylvie, we have a young lady in your area. Well, we only have a, a certain amount of time to reach her. So we have these mobile units that go out immediately into the, the community and we give her an examination, make sure the pregnancy is located in the right place and make sure there's still a heartbeat. We get her the antidote. And I want to tell you on New Year's Eve, there was a set of twins. They weren't identical like the story I told before, but they were a set of twins that were eight weeks old and there was a heartbeat and those twins are still alive today. Mm-hmm. And so that mommy. So praise God, there's hope. And I love the fact that in the midst of a um, a death taking place, in the midst of a baby dying, there's a way through the mercies of God that we can reach her, hopefully within time, so that process can be reversed. It doesn't work 100% of the time, but mm-hmm. we do all we can to help that mother as long as she believes and has faith and we're praying. We do everything we can to help her out. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Powerful story. And one thing, I want to say just one little thing that's really important. And we don't leave her if she's grieving the loss of her baby that she aborted. We don't leave her. We have a special life coach, life counselor, that's on our staff that works directly with those women through the grieving and the healing process mm-hmm. so that she can become whole and healed. So, yeah, that's the love of Christ. That's how we go beyond Um, the pregnancy to love on women. So even if they choose to terminate, we still have support services to help her heal from that decision if she chooses or wants that healing to take place. Mm, Praise God. Praise God. Would you pray specifically for individual believers as well as the church as a whole to really do their due, due diligence in educating themselves to learn about these issues and learn how they can get involved to help save these babies. Amen. And Father God, I thank you that you've called us to this great work. You called us to plead for the innocent, to stop the slaughter of the innocent. And we can't say to you what, but I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it. Your word says, no, we know. We're aware of this. You're making us aware. And let us not put blinders on. Let us all become involved and say that life is valuable and God creates life. We may not be in control of how that life was created, but we know that, Father, you are the author and the giver of life. And we trust your decisions. We trust that you are God. We pray now, Father, that people um, across this nation and listening to this broadcast will become compelled to pick up the phone and want to get involved in the Mississippi Delta mobile unit that they would want to get involved in their local pregnancy center so that that one person can go in and impact one life for you, Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sylvia. I think we probably have time for maybe at least one more story, testimonial. Uh... Okay. So I have to tell you this one one special story, and it's a story about my life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't know my testimony, but my first husband passed away. And, and when we were married, newly married, I, um, I found myself pregnant, and I was in college, and I wanted to terminate the baby. I wanted to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I was not a believer at the time. And my husband, um, he came home, and he said, I can't help you abort this baby because my mother reads the Bible and my mom says that if I help you, that in my day of judgment, 
then I would have to give an account for the innocent blood of this baby that I'm helping you to abort. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I begin, I remember being so furious with him, and I said, I don't believe that's in the Bible. That that doesn't even sound like something that would be in a Bible. He's like, well, I believe my mom, and I've never seen you read the Bible, so I'm going <laughs> to stick with what my mom said. <laughs> so he did not, he would not give me the money to abort that little girl. And boy, was she the most beautiful and precious little girl. And you know, I forgot all about it until the day of her wedding when the church door swung open and her daddy was walking her down that aisle and the church was packed and he specifically asked for the gospel to be shared at her wedding. And that's when it came to me. And you see what you almost missed. You almost mm-hmm. missed this moment. You almost missed his life. And then the story doesn't end there. Um, she's now the director of the Fifth Ward Pregnancy Health Center in mm. Houston. So mm-hmm. she's now saving babies from abortion as well. Mm. And I tell you what, isn't God so faithful? He really He's is. so good. He's so merciful to me that I did not terminate my pregnancy, um, even though I was married at the time. And um, And my husband is with God. And that is something that he didn't have to give an account of. Praise God. Amen. Um, praise Amen. God. Amen. That's a beautiful story. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Would you specifically now pray for for every listener to recognize this? We serve a God that can take the mistakes, the messes of our lives, and make masterpieces out of our lives as we learn to trust him, trust his word, his truth, and follow him. Would you pray for listeners in that regard? Amen. Oh, Father God, we're so grateful for your grace and your mercy. What a gift you gave to us. What a gift that we can't even comprehend. What a gift that your word says every day it chases us down and runs us over. Your love for us, your mercy for us, you standing in proxy for us, the righteousness of God. We stand in right now because of you, Father, the sacrifice you made for us. Oh, what great love. What manner of man are we that you love us this way? Well, Father, we rejoice and we're grateful for that, that we can stand in your your forgiveness. We can stand in your righteousness. We can stand in the assurance of our salvation. And we can stand in the assurance, that Father, that your love is present with us right now. Thank you, Father, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, that you keep every promises to your believers. I thank you, Father, that you're not slack concerning your promises, but you are faithful and just to do just what you said you would. We believe you, Father. We believe your words. We believe in you as our Savior, our Redeemer, our Lord, our Master, forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Sister Sylvia, it's been such a blessing to have you on, and you did some heavy preaching today. I really, really appreciate you sharing your heart and sharing just your, your journey. So uh, share with our listeners. Okay, one more time, if someone wants to learn more about the Houston Pregnancy Help Center or get in touch with you, tell them how they can do that. Yeah, www.fifth.org. And our phone number is 713-942-2323. All right. Share the website one more time again. www.fifth, F-I-F-T-H, one word spelled out, fifthward, 
fifthward.org. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, well, as we welcome. Okay. And, and again, I want to encourage every single listener, pray much for the great work of this ministry that uh, Sylvia Johnson leads in the Houston, Texas community. And pray for your local pregnancy clinic. If you don't know what where your local pregnancy clinic is located or uh, know about it, please make it your business to find where it is and get involved with praying for them, giving financially, and supporting them because the work they do is so vitally, vitally important. We hope that you will get involved. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today, and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day, a great day to receive him as your Lord and Savior. The most important decision in all of life that we can make is the decision to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. If you want to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. Help me to follow your word every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. We do want to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. My email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We definitely hope to hear from you. Hope that we will. Well, once again, Sylvia, thank you once again so much for being with us. One more time, the website information if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about the ministry. Fifthward.org. Fifthwardspelledout.org. All right. Thank you, Sylvia, so much for being with us and sharing your heart. All right. All right. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, please pray much for Sylvia and the work of the Houston Pregnancy Help Center Ministries. They're doing a great, great work in the kingdom of God. Hope you'll pray much for them. And Prayerfully consider financially supporting the great work they're doing as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.